Earlier this month, South Korea's three largest shipbuilders signed a deal with Qatar Petroleum, the world's largest producer of liquefied natural gas. Uh, this is the largest LNG ship contract in history. Uh, can this be symbolic of a, a turning point for the uh, Korean uh, shipbuilding industry? And this despite the uh, still ongoing coronavirus pandemic. To give us some uh, analysis on this, we're pleased to be joined by Melvin Matthews, board advisor at Orbit MI. Hello. Uh, Good morning, Henry. It is a pleasure to be here on TBS EFM. Well, thank you so much for joining us, sir. So uh, as I mentioned, uh, Qatar is the world's leading LNG exporter uh, behind Australia. Uh, First, can you tell us about the volume and and the major destinations? Um, When we talk about revenues, both from oil and gas, uh, Qatar Petroleum is alone responsible for about 60% of the GDP of Qatar. Mm. That means in terms of both oil and gas reserves, Qatar Petroleum is considered the third largest oil company in the world. But when we look at Qatar Gas, uh, which is one of the many subsidiaries of Qatar Petroleum, it is the world's largest LNG company. And Qatar's LNG production is now about 77 million tons per year. However, they have uh, expansion plans to produce 126 million tons a year by 2027. And Qatar also has an advantage over other countries, which is its gas extraction costs are some of the lowest in the world. Now, LNG is shipped to countries all over the world from Qatar, but their primary customers are in Asia, with one of the biggest being Japan, which imports around 15% of the total gas consumption from Qatar. And Qatar Gas has had long-term contracts with Korean Gas Corporation or CoGas, guaranteeing the supply of about 2.4 million tons of LNG per year. And of course, China and India are the other major importers of Qatar LNG. And uh, of course, for interest uh, to our Korean listeners right now, Daewoo Shipbuilding and Marine Engineering, Hyundai Heavy Industries and Samsung Heavy Industries are to uh, reserve a majority portion of the LNG shipbuilding capacity for Qatar Petroleum through the year 2027. Uh, This deal uh, for the future orders from Qatar estimated to be worth over $19 billion. In your view, how significant is this deal? Now, Henry, without any doubt, this deal is massive. And for this, we need to understand not just what lies behind it, but also how the future is likely to unfold. So firstly, the shipping industry itself every year consumes roughly 20% of all the oil that is produced as fuel for ships. In terms of ship efficiency, slow steaming operations and large ship sizes built for economy of scale have more or less reached their peak using distillates of crude oil as a fuel. Secondly, countries like Sweden and the UK have stopped using their old coal power power plants using uh, or during this pandemic, which is roughly two years ahead of their projected schedule to stop using coal. However, rather than using crude oil-based fuels in these power plants, LNG is much better an alternative, which without much fiscal investment and significantly also has reducing CO2 emissions. Finally, meeting future environmental targets such as the one set by IMO 2050 regulations is impossible without the existing range of oil fuels. And LNG as a fuel is the only way out by utilizing the existing engine technology, infrastructure and storage facilities without incurring significant capital investment. Of course, other than Qatar Petroleum, nobody else has been brave enough to show leadership by making such a bold move. I therefore see this as a significant deal, not just for LNG shipping, but for the entire shipping industry as a whole. 
And uh, two-part question here, Mr. Matthews. Uh, where does South Korea stand in the world's LNG shipbuilding industry? And uh, the big three that I just mentioned, Taewoo, Hyundai, and uh, Samsung Heavy Industries, uh, uh, how are they different from uh, other competitors? So when you talk about uh, South Korean LNG shipbuilding industry, Unlike other yards in the world, the South Korean shipbuilding order book is highly concentrated, which means over 50% is focused on building LNG carriers alone. It makes sense because they achieve the highest profit margins and uh, the utilization of yard capacity. And this, of course, is a testament of the shipbuilding capacity that the yards have strategically developed to build advanced ships. Now, what makes the three big uh, shipyards different from competitors? Well, at the beginning of this year, of the total new building orders worldwide, Chinese yards took about 37, 34% of the orders, and South Korean yards took about 30% of the total orders. Now, South Korean yards have increased their market share by 27% uh, or from last year's 27% to 30% this year. And this is mainly driven by the order of LNG carriers. And before the Qatar Petroleum deal, they had uh, only enough work for 1.5 to 2 years, which has now significantly changed. And then the top South Korean yards were expected to see a drop in utilization from 65% to 62% this year. And that again uh, has uh, been changed by the Qatar Petroleum deal. So it's all good news, but before this deal, the the outlook for the shipbuilding sector was uh, rather gloomy due to the uh, coronavirus pandemic. I think most people could understand that. Uh, according to global market researcher Clarkson Research Service, global new shipbuilding orders were expected to decline by 23% this year uh, compared to a year earlier. Uh, in your view, how can shipbuilders generally manage this uh, difficult situation? Um, um, it's sad, but the shipbuilding industry is certainly facing another difficult year in general. And uh, the industry's uh, decade-long surplus capacity is spiraling uh, as ordering reaches uh, extremely new lows. Uncertainty over the next generation of vessels and um, the macroeconomic outlook are dampening ship owners' appetite for ordering new vessels. And then the oversupply is almost uh, in all ship types. And uncertainty in future vessel demand and design is the reason for this competition across 281 shipyards worldwide. So of the 281, yard, uh, 81 yards, 64 are the most prominent and include the large South Korean yards. Now, the downturn has therefore impacted them less in comparison to the rest uh, or the remaining yards, as they account for 75% of the order book and roughly 50% of the global shipbuilding capacity. As you pointed out, Qatar seems to be moving full steam ahead uh, with their expansion. Do you think this deal could become a uh, turning point uh, for the better for the overall shipbuilding industry? Um, in, in 2027, when Qatar's LNG production expands to produce 126 million tons, it will be an increase of 64% from where they are today, which is why they have been ambitious in their shipbuilding program. And it is time to meet the significant increase in production. Therefore, the ships have to be delivered and ready for transportation by the time they achieve this peak production. And like I said earlier, Qatar also has a cost advantage over other countries with the lowest gas extraction cost. Oversupply of LNG over the next two years uh, is uh, probably going to have massive uh, pressure on LNG companies in the United States and Australia, which operate without much government support. This will therefore undoubtedly have consequential impact on the LNG markets and trade routes going forward. 
Uh, we only have time for our final question here, Mr. Matthews. Uh, COVID-19 has kind of amplified uncertainty in the markets, uh, concerns about further waves in autumn and winter uh, short of a vaccine. Do you have any advice for Korean shipbuilders to survive during the pandemic? Uh, sure. COVID-19 was certainly brought uh, uh, a lot of tragedy to the world with sickness and death for many people across the globe. And uh, it has also had a massive impact on many industries and businesses like hotels, airlines, tourism, uh, retail shops, etc. And it is but natural that it will have a knock-on effect on other industries, including shipping and shipbuilding. Now, our current situation is also viewed as a time of fantastic opportunity by those who are brave enough to identify and pursue it. And while most shipyards in China and Europe have almost completely been shut down due to the social distancing and lockdowns, the Korean shipyards must continue showing their leadership in how they have been efficient and effective in dealing with the pandemic so far. Well, uh, certainly a a glimmer of optimism in in what has been a challenging time overall for the uh, shipbuilding industry. And uh, not often do we get to discuss this uh, from the uh, Korean context as well. Uh, Mr. Matthews, uh, thank you very much for joining us, Board Advisor at Orbit MI. Uh, Appreciate your insights and uh, maybe talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thank you very much, Henry.